Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. The Mummers in the Little Theater of the Air. Now the hermit is ready to help you spend an entertaining half hour. (laughs) Ghost stories. Weird stories. And murders, too. (laughs) The hermit knows of them all. Turn out your lights. Turn them out. You heard the story of Vampire's Desire, hmm? Then listen while the hermit tells you the story. <laughs> Forbidding looking place, Mr. Winton? It is at that. We can't go any farther in this downpour. We shall most likely have to stay in this doorway, then. The house looks untenanted. Does it that? However, there may be someone in. There's no one living in this tomb of a place, Mr. Winton. I think you're right, John. I wonder where we are. I haven't had the slightest idea where we are since the beginning of the storm and we lost our way. Hmm. I think you're right about the place being untenable. Try the door. Maybe we can break in. Anything to get out of this storm. Try the door. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, it's opening. Oh, good. Well? Good evening. We've lost our way. Been caught in this storm. We're drenched to the skin. More fools you for being out on a night like this. It's a very agreeable song. May we come in and get dried out? You're not welcome. Well, surely you're not going to turn us away on a night like this. I don't care what kind of a night it is. You're not welcome. Well, all right, may we come in, whether we're welcome or not. No. Good night. She's slamming the door in your face. Yeah. Kindly soul. When the old woman tried to slam the door, I stuck my foot in the way, and she hasn't tried to close it anymore. Well, good. Let's take a chance on going in, then, whether we're welcome or not. All right, sir. Now, which way, Mr. Winton? Who can tell in this pitch darkness? <laughs> Listen. The old woman. Yeah. Mr. Winton, we're in the house of a mad woman. It isn't a very pleasant sound, is it? Doesn't seem to be a light in the whole place. What shall we do? We'll go to the right, feel along the wall for a light switch or a door. All right. Come along, then. Follow me. Ah, here's a door. Come along, John. Stay close by me. Yes, sir. Oh, good Lord, sir. Is she going to keep that up all night? Well, if she is, I wish she'd tell what the joke is so we can laugh with her. Find the light switch? Uh, No. There doesn't seem to be one. All right, then. We'll continue in the dark. You go to the left. I'll go to the right. Maybe we can find something to sit on. Uh, Yes, sir. Ah. Hmm? What's this? I found something. What is it? Well, it might be a bookcase built into the wall. All right. There may be at least something in it that we can sit on. 
Even books will be better than the cold floor. Yes, sir. Although I can't feel anything yet. Keep talking, John, so I can find my way over to you. Yes, sir. Why don't you strike a match? Fine chance either of us have of doing that. They'll be soaking wet. Where are you? Right here, sir. You're almost up to me. Oh. Now, where's the bookcase? Right here. Let me have your hand. Ah, oh. oh, yes. Now, let's feel all through it. Maybe something of use in it. You never can tell. What was that? Sounds like someone at the door. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to light a match. Any luck? <laughs> no, sir. Just like you said, they're sopping wet. Quiet now. Let's listen. Huh. You must have been imagining things. I've been imagining things ever since we first heard that old woman laugh like that. It fairly makes my hair stand on end. It is again, sir. A rustling near the door. Who is that? Who's there? Stay away from that bookcase. Stay away. Who is it? Who are you? Stay away from that bookcase. We wouldn't be near the blessed bookcase if he'd be gracious enough to conduct us to a room with some furniture in it so that we might rest and get dry. Stay away from the bookcase. He's leaving, sir. Well, this is a fine how-do-you-do, isn't it? Oh, I've had about enough, sir. I'd sooner we were on our way. Oh, nonsense. However, we leave the bookcase alone, if that's what we're asked to do. <laughs> He's still hereabouts. Yes, I heard him. Say, you playing some game with us? If so, we're not in the mood for it. No answer. No. <laughs> oh, there she is again. <laughs> yes. That's enough. That's enough. What are you going to do, sir? This is some fool game they're playing with us. I'm going to find out about it and put a stop to it. There's a man and woman living in this house. There must be some furniture in at least one of the rooms. Some heat, sir. I'm chilled to the bone. Yes, yeah, some heat. There isn't, and there's something going on here that we should investigate and put a stop to. Come along, John. All right, sir, if you say so. Where to first? We'll start right where we are. Search the whole house. From this floor up to the roof, isn't it? Mr. Winton, look. Where? Down to the end of this hall. There's the old man who was talking to us in the room downstairs, telling us to keep away from the bookcase. I think you're right. Carrying a shaded lantern. Yes, sir. John, we'll follow him. Yes. He'll lead us somewhere. We can't wander in this house all night in the dark. At any rate, he has a light. I don't think he's noticed us. We'll have to get close to him before he turns that corner down to the end of the hall. Yes, He's almost at the corner. There, he turned. Hurry. He might duck into some room close by and we'll lose him. Easy now. While I peek around the corner. You see him, sir? Yes. Going into the first room on the left. Quiet. The air is stale and musty here. Yes, but never mind about that just now. That makes me gasp for breath. Here's the room he went into. Quiet now while I have a look. Is he in there, sir? Strange. I'm sure he went in there. He might be hiding behind the door waiting to pounce on us. Old man like that couldn't do much pouncing. He might be armed. <coughs> oh, take that chance. The air is stale and musty here, isn't it? I can hardly get my breath. Yes. 
the foul, fetid air coming from that room the old man went into. Well, if he can stand it, we can. All right, sir. <laughs> but be careful. Yeah. He's not in here. If he is, he's turned out the lantern. Hello. Hello. There's no one in here. Huh? The door, John. The door just slammed shut. Oh, there's no door here. I ran right into a blank wall. This is where the door was? Right here, yes. John, we're trapped. Uh, Some devilman underfoot in this house. We're right in the middle of it. In a room with no way out. <coughs> and no air. No air. Now, don't start whimpering. We're in it and we'll have to see what we can do to get out. But what could they want of us? How sir? should I know? What shall we do? Just sit and wait? No, we'll start looking for a way out of this room right now. If we only had a light. <coughs> Maybe we can find some other way out of this room. We can try. You go to your right, I'll go to the left. We follow the wall around till we meet. All right. And tap the wall as you go along. Listen for hollow spots. No! Oh. Now what? I stumbled over something on the floor, sir. Well, what is it? I don't know. I shall have to feel. Oh. What is it, John? A body, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. It's the body of a man. Where is it? No, don't touch it, sir. Don't touch it. Why not? I did. And a part of it crumbled to bits. Good heaven. Yes, sir. It crumbled under my touch. Where, where is it? Right at my feet. I'm afraid to move another step. We'll see what this is. Yes. You're right. I just touched it and part of the clothing crumbled away. And John, I, I felt bone. Oh, sir. That's what's going to happen to us if we don't get out of this place. I just know it is. Yeah, oh, that fellow must have been dead for years. The clothing just crumbled away in my fingers. Yes. John, we must get out of this place as quickly as possible. We're in great danger, I'm sure of it. In danger of our lives. We've got to find a way out of this room before we suffocate. Why don't we try to find the place where the door was, sir? Yes. Back to the door, John. We haven't time to look for any other exit. We'll have to find out how to open the door we came in. It's over this way, sir. Right along this wall. Who's there? There's the hideous cackle of the old woman again. Never mind about that cackle. We've only a few minutes to find a way out of here. When that door closed, it hermetically sealed this room. If we don't get out, we'll suffocate. What shall I do, sir? Feel along the floor while I search along the walls here. Feel for any loose boards or any part of the floor that might move. Yes, sir. Have you found anything yet? No, sir. Keep working. For heaven's sake, keep working. I can't do any more, sir. I'm through. Keep searching, John. Keep searching. There must be a secret spring somewhere in here that'll open this door. Did you find anything yet, John? John, answer me. John. He's done for. Don't let go, man. Keep on. Hang on. We're not done for yet. Suffocating in a hermetically sealed room, 
Where is the old man with the lantern? King? The hermit will tell you before the night is done. <laughs> Winston and his man, John, are trapped in a hermetically sealed room in a house of mystery. Yes, John has lapsed into unconsciousness. But just as Winton is about to drop off, something happens. Listen. <laughs> John. John, we've made it. I've found the hidden spring just in time. Now, get you out of here. There. There. You'll be all right in no time. Oh, it's you, sir. Yes. Now, come on. Pull yourself together. Where are we? I don't know. But at least we're out of that death trap. How did we do it, sir? Just before I went under, I... I happened on that hidden spring that works the door. What about the old man with the lantern? And the cackling old woman? And the crumbling body of the man? We're going to see about those things immediately. I'm going to get to the bottom of this thing. And Come get, on. And get suffocated all over again? I don't think we will. Besides, I know where the release for the door is now. Come along. Be careful. Take an extra long step when you enter the room. I think we tripped some kind of mechanism when we first entered. Yes, sir. Old man with a lantern went into this room and disappeared. But where can he have got to? If he stayed in the room, he must have suffocated. He didn't stay in the room. I'm positive of that. Keep your ears open. And listen for any hollow sounds. There's one, sir. Yes, I heard it. Listen. Don't you hear someone talking? No, sir. Put your ear to the wall and listen. I can't do it anymore. I tell you, I can't. You hear it now? Yes, sir. Two people talking. Yes. I knew that old man couldn't have vanished into thin air. There's another door hidden here somewhere. We're going to find it. Feel for anything movable around the wainscoting. I'll work up the sides here. Can you hear what they're saying? No, they're too far away to catch any of the words. However, from his tone, I'd say he was threatening her. Ah. You found it, sir? Yes, this little bud on the decoration here. Look, sir, a flight of stairs. Yes, and leading down. Come on. Oh, haven't we had enough for one night, sir, without sticking our noses in any further? We've gone this far and had an attempt made on our lives. We're going to clear up this business before we leave. No telling what might be down there, sir. That's what I'm going to find out. Well, you coming with me, or shall I go alone? Oh, no, sir, I'm coming. Clearly now. Do it, I tell you, you understand that? No. Close enough to make out their conversation. Now there are two more up there with Gregory. Yes. <laughs> Man we saw with a lantern. He's talking about us, John. Yes, sir. He thinks we're dead upstairs with that body we found. If 
you do not continue to obey me, that's what will happen to you. Oh, no. No. <laughs> cringe. Cringe. That's what I want you to do. Come on, John. We'll see what we can do about this. When I'm gone, you think all the money will be yours. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. There's a turn in the passage just ahead. I can see a light shining. Quietly now. We'll be able to see into the room in a moment or so. Tomorrow, you'll bring me another young animal to feed upon. Yes, Brother Garnet. It's her brother that's talking. Yes. Easy now while I look around the corner. What in heaven's name? What do you see, sir? Come here. Great heavens. A coffin. Yes, a coffin. With a huge lighted candle. And at each corner. And look in the coffin. A man. The one we heard talking. When you get back to your cottage each morning, you wonder where you've been the night before. Don't you? Huh? <laughs> there you are, John. But his lips don't move. No. But that's where the voice is coming from. You don't know that I have you under my power? <laughs> what shall we do, sir? We'll dash in there and let matters take their course. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Come on, then. Lydia, the kangaroos, quick, out with them! Stop! Stop! John, quickly, that cover over there! Slam it on the coffin! <laughs> The lady. Look at her. Look at the change that's coming over. Oh, oh, oh where am I? A, a, a coffin. You two. Where am I? You should know better than us. But I, but I, I don't. Are you sure? Oh yes, yes. Oh please believe me. Why, well, I begin to understand now. I think I do too. It's been this all the time. While I thought it was just a terrible nightmare. Would you like to make yourself clear? The coffin. Tell me. Who's in it? Who's in the coffin? You mean to say that you don't know? Oh, no, I swear I don't. Well, you called him brother just a few moments ago. Brother? Your own brother Garnet is in that coffin. No. No, how can that be? We, we buried my brother Garnet over eight years ago. Oh, I see. Yes. You are... I'm Lydia Crampton. Miss Crampton, I would advise you to start at the beginning so that we might unravel this maze. Oh, I... I'll try. But... Oh, but not here, please. Yes, here. If my deductions are correct, it would be better for everyone concerned to get the truth right here and now. All right. There's very little I can tell you that I know definitely... Brother Garnet died about eight years ago. I, oh, I hate to say it, but he was horrible. He was a devil. As soon as Father died and he came into the money, he started making my life miserable. Why? I never could find out why. Then Garnet died and was buried. And with him was buried the secret of Father's will. I know that the estate was supposed to pass on to me after Garnet's death, but I can't find any sign of the will. Well, what have you done? 
I have a small income from my mother. I've been living in a little cottage not far from here. And now comes the part that's like a terrible dream. But I'm beginning to see it now. I'm positive that I'm right when I say that Garnet somehow was able to exercise his will upon me after death. What makes you say that? What I've been thinking were horrible nightmares. I now see were actual occurrences. He made me come here every night to wait upon him. He told me that Gregory, his butler, had placed him here in this coffin and had buried a dummy in his place. Then he killed Gregory. The body in the room upstairs? Yes. When he had me under his spell, I used to pass through that room and laugh at the remains of Gregory. Call him lazy for always sleeping on the floor. To think that I would do a thing like that. Go ahead, Miss Crampton. He made me bring him a young animal every day or two. What was that for? He fed upon them. Ah, I thought so. He feeds upon the blood of animals. Yes. He sucked the blood from them. And when he had fed, he had the strength to get out of his coffin for a while. This is horrible. Stop her. Oh, quiet, John. Then that's how we saw him in the hall upstairs. Go ahead, Miss Crampton. That is about all. He used to taunt me by the hour, telling me I'd never come into my inheritance. I see. When we slammed the lid on the coffin, we broke his spell over you. Yes, you must have done. Tell me, Miss Crampton, where in this room are we in connection with the rest of the house? I don't know. It must be on the ground floor, I suppose. That's what I was thinking. I have an idea. What is it, sir? Hear that? Another hollow spot. Exactly. Now, what's this point right here? Yes, sir. We'll press it and... Ah. It's opening! What? Why, it's the bookcase in the front room. Look at this in the back of the bookcase. A small secret compartment. (laughs) The dead body is talking. Talking even with the coffin lid on. All right, John. We're ready to put a stop to his talking. Here, Miss Crampton. A package from the compartment in the back of the bookcase. I think you'll find it's your father's will. Father's will? Yes. Now, John, take those candles out of the candlesticks. Hand the candles to Miss Crampton. Now, hand me one candlestick and use the other as a hammer. What are we going to do, sir? We're going to put an end to Gardner Crampton. But how, sir? What are we going to do with the candlesticks? I'll show you. Use the ornamental pointed end of this candlestick as a spear. You use your candlestick as a hammer. We'll drive this one through the heart of that monster in the coffin. No, no. But that would be murder. Will not. He only lives during the night. Go on, strike. <coughs> we'll release his soul so that he'll never trouble anyone on earth again. Faster, John. I'm working as fast as I can, sir. When Miss Crampton told me he was feeding on young animals. Sucking the blood? Yes. I knew then that we had a vampire to deal with. What are you doing? For heaven's sakes, what are you doing? We're ridding the face of the earth of a vampire. <coughs> It's done. We've driven the point of this candlestick through the coffin and through the heart of Garnet Crampton, who's long been dead, but whose soul has been held in bondage by the result of his evil practices in life.
heavy candlestick used as a spear, Winton and his man John put an end to the vampire's desire. Yes. Released his soul so it could never again return to the earth. Turn on your lights. Turn them on. <laughs> I'll be back. Pleasant dream. <laughs> All characters, places, and occurrences mentioned in the Hermit's Cave are fictitious, and similarity to persons, places, or occurrences is purely accidental. <laughs>